Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, America. <laughs> Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montulo, uh, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? Uh, my CVS security guard tried to sell me drugs the other night, uh, <laughs> and not the not the legal kind. Uh, I was right. I, I got like a 12 pack of fucking white claws or whatever the fuck. Well, I don't even know what it was, just hard seltzer thing. So he saw that and, and he's like, "Oh, clearly you like to do cocaine." So uh, what are you? What are you coming yeah, around the corner? It's fucking hard seltzer is a gateway drug to uh, hard shit. So yeah, like so, I you know I just walked to the CVS and I've got like a Chrome Messenger bag, but it's like a pain to get a whole 12 pack in there. So rather than sit there struggling at the checkout thing. I'll just walk to the entrance way where, where they have the shopping carts and I'll like take my bag off and get it. You know, it's just, it's like a huge fucking 12 pack. Right. 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 And so I'm, I'm, I was kind of struggling with it. That's why I don't like to, I don't like to ever let anyone see me struggle. <laughs> right. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a thing I hate. Uh, and he like comes up and he goes, Hey, you, I, and I'm just like, Oh yeah, I'm just trying to get this thing. And I'm going to put this in the, uh, and he's like, no, I ain't what I mean. I mean, you are, you are, are you all right? Like, like he's asking if there's anything I need, <laughs> <laughs> right? which, you know, I'm pretty sure it wasn't offering me to blow job. He was going to try to sell drugs to me if I, right, was, right, was right, right. so I just said, no, I was just like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Um, but it's one of those <laughs> things where I'm just like, I'm, uh, you know, I'm like, I, I grew up out in the country. So when, when somebody, you know, offers to sell you drugs out of nowhere, like it, that's not the first thing I think of. I just kind of think like, that's, oh, they're just checking in on me what a nice you know <laughs> right. like it's and uh, you know and, and it's not the only time anyone's ever just walked up to you know like you're in a city and in, in a park and some fucking kid that looks like he lives in the park just comes up and asks ask if you need anything like yo you need anything right. you know it's just like no i don't need it. oh right you meant drugs <laughs> right <laughs> no i'm fine i'm maybe, maybe a little hungry but yeah. oh, oh okay that's what you gotcha um, gotcha yeah <laughs> you're like oh my god it's just like in the psa's <laughs> right. walk right up to you <laughs> oh no it's just like they told you would be in dare <laughs> gonna, they're gonna hold you down and force you to take drugs and make you addicted the first time yeah, I can I can only imagine what they fucking pay that poor guy, but uh, so I, I definitely understand why he would need to do. That. Oh, absolutely! I would assume that yeah. They, I mean, there's a different security guard there every time I walk in. They, you know, right? Because they probably can't keep one because it's fucking. Well, they know, just rotate above they minimum rotate wage, them, right? That. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, but I, I just I would assume that you know you work in this boring ass fucking job, you know, guarding, you know, chapstick that uh, you know, you've got some <laughs> kind of side hustle going on too, right? 
Yeah. I mean, when I used to work for CVS, I was a tech, you know, pharmacy tech there. And I think I was $9 an hour in New York, which is fucking pitiful. Oh and I remember God. one year. Yeah, I got. No a, wonder people are shooting up the fucking subway today. Right. <laughs> right. And I got a uh, my yearly raise. I got a 15 cent raise. And that was literally the. Like I quit like a month later. I was like, "All right, this is fucking. Oh, <laughs> this is yeah. This is just a fucking. Why don't you, why don't you just piss in my mouth? Like, why would you even give me a raise? I was, like, why would you? I think that like the last time I had a moment like that where I was like working where I got a raise and I was offended by it. It was like, God, how long ago it was? But I was working in a, a restaurant and like I was I was the only person that could work like every single different position in the kitchen, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then we're talking. This is like so long ago. Um, and so they could like rely on me to do any, any part of the job, even like back of the house prep work, you know, mm-hmm. and raises came down. It was like a 25% or 25 cent raise. And I'd been working there for like a year and a half without a single raise yet. And I was like, right. anything less than a $2 raise <laughs> was right. Yeah. So I would have quit right then like, and there. Fuck but, yourselves. Right. <laughs> but I was actually, I had already like, I had a plan for when I was going to quit. Cause I was, I was moving out of state. Right. So right. I was like, well, I can't quit now. Cause I gotta, I'm, I'm leaving in three months anyway. So, but I'll make sure to fuck you guys in the most obnoxious way possible on the way out the door. Oh yeah. That. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> like a, you know, put in your two weeks and then you never show up kind of thing right right um exactly and the and the guy um, who was the general manager there who who uh he was like a like literally was a former military drill instructor and we did not get along <laughs> shocking shocking that you yeah. wouldn't get along with somebody like yeah. that he, he would I, tell me i was great at my job we just don't fucking like each other it was very right. clear that we did not like each other i, I weirdly get along with those types of people because I, I i i not that i'm like oh i pride myself on hard work but i just I don't really like, I like to get my shit done quickly. So I kind of have time to like coast through the rest of the day. So I've always got along well with those people, but I also like secretly disdain those people. So it's a weird dynamic I've always yeah, had well, in, in my workplaces. He, he and I got into it because one of the walking coolers uh, was <clears throat> malfunctioning and it was venting Freon into the kitchen. And oh, that's, it, yeah, like the, like the kitchen was filling, seasoning. Yeah. It was filling up with like white smoke from, from the thing. And I, I was like, we have to get out. We have to get out of here. And he's like, go back to work, go back to work. And I was like, that's, this is not safe. This is like a fucking OSHA thing. And so I, I just, I, I, he's like, you don't like it, go home. And I'm like, okay, see ya. And so I went <laughs> home, got on the internet and typed up or, you know, like looked up some information, printed it off. Uh, Cause Freon is inert. It's, it's fine to, to breathe in unless it's exposed to an open flame and then it oxidizes and becomes extremely toxic to breathe in. And the back of the kitchen was all like open burners, right. you know, making right. so, kitchen. like, and I, so I printed this out and I, I came back to work the next day with an envelope. I walked up to him. I was like, do you want to read what this says? He was like, no, we're just going to, just going to pretend like it never happened. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, cause you know, I mean, he could have fired me, but I would have been like, okay, this is, this is, where I, you know, hello labor board, lodge like. a complaint with OSHA, and right. you know, get this place shut down, which you don't want. So it was a little, little like stalemate kind of thing. Like I, <clears> like, yeah, that that was fun though, just to print it off and be like, I can't wait to fucking tell this to the guy to his face that he exposed people to a toxic chemical. Right, right. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, we'll get into some stuff for the week. Uh, one one kind of thing I wanted to bring up quick was the uh, the trailer for Stranger Things had dropped today, the new season, which. We had talked. Did we? Re- I feel like we re- we reviewed season 
three, I think, on the show. I like we a did. Years. Uh, yeah, a million. It was literally, years like ago. three three years ago, season three came out. So, like, which is crazy to think about. But, um, and you know, because they're all going to be like, "Oh, I'm 14 years old," and they're all like, you know, trying to hide their fucking five o'clock shadow at 1 p.m. But, uh, we're 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 definitely getting into like the Greece territory where if they don't end this show in the next you know year or so, we're gonna, it's really going to be well. They, they fucking I thought they're going to do a season two. So well, they're do- that, but they're doing. They announced the fifth will be the like they have a definitive end right, to the story. Right, so it's right. going to be the next next well, season's going to be the yeah, last. Which I noticed great. in the trailer that they said, you know, like every end has a beginning. And I was like, that's the tagline. That's a fucking lame ass tagline. Whatever. Yeah, it's like the beginning of the end, sort of. You know, beginning of the finale. But I, I mean, it looks. You know, for I really think it looks. I, I thought it looked kick that kick ass, but it, it's very. It seems like a bit of a departure, which is why I, I thought you wouldn't like it quite as much because it did kind of give off major like we're going to take a hard left turn into just like real 80s sort of almost Cronenberg kind of body horror. And like, you know, the, the the whole thing with like the show previously is that they haven't had like th- like the whatever, like the evil force they're fighting against has always been sentient, but it hasn't been like. Uh, something that they could chit chat with you know like it hasn't been like something that could yeah i don't know how i feel about that too because and they i feel like they showed too much in the trailer too like oh well uh, are you gonna save anything for a surprise for us like i i don't know well i was i was pissed they didn't fucking surprise us with the hopper like that that was my biggest thing is that they that i I was i i like i it made me feel better at the end of season three but i also was like oh i kind of wish they didn't do that little tease at the end of like oh we have the american and this whatever you know and like I, I, it would have been nice to like just let that hang and let people speculate on that for three years you know yeah i guess so but i don't know it it, I, it looks interesting though to me i i it, it's right up my alley and i was reading about you know the, some of the comments from like the the two the brother dudes who made it and it, it, they said that the main the big bad from the trailer is very uh like freddy krueger inspired in that you know it's it's based on some Dungeons and Dragons character, but it's also like, you know, basically, and it's it's like a psychological tormentor type thing, you know, like right. it's it's much more of a. So I don't know, it could be interesting. I, like I I I've I'm after still, last season, I've yeah, trust in them, but I I I'm still stuck on like how did how did Russia build a secret military installation under a mall without even noticing? Like that's like. Why? I mean, it's prepos- you know, but that's, I mean, we talked about that in the review. We're like, this is not I even know. like people are like, oh, this is so Russophobe. I'm like, nah, guys, it's like real fucking ridiculous. Like nobody's trying to act like that part's real, you know, like, I know, I know, preposterous, I know. but um, it's almost a spoof of like the 80s, you know, like oh, oh, the evil Russian, you know, but um, but I don't know, I, I'm, I'm, I, 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 season three, I thought was like the best, you know, by far that they've done. So I'm just, I, I have faith in them, but you know, the only thing it could also was, jump the shark for sure. I don't know. It's, it's like, I feel like that, like the first season was all they really needed to do. And they were just like, oh, we got to hit, we got to keep doing this. And it's like, yeah, kind of just doing the same thing over and over. But uh, I, I did notice they're like, in the trailer, the trope of like, oh, I don't have my powers anymore. And it's like, oh, but if the thing that made you, you wasn't your powers in the first place. And that's the real lesson like i was like this well really? and she's also i'm sure gonna get them back by the end oh of the i know first, it's, you know, pre- it's, like that's, it's such a you know. predictable that's i mean that's why it's a trope it's it's like we've right no, what, you know, oh spider-man I mean, lost not, his fucking know. iron man suit now he has to right go, he's got know. the fucking yips he can't yeah I'm, and and look i mean you know tropes aren't always and i think that's uh, this shows that show's always been 
you know, extreme. Like, I love it, but it's not by any stretch of the imagination, the most original thing, you know, it, it's extremely no. derivative of, of, you know, Stephen King and Steven Spielberg. And, you like, know, you I, know, was, you could, I was thinking cetera, about Scorsese, but... how, you know, he's all like anti-Marvel, right. And anti-comic right. book movies and, and like Tom Holland kind of like pushed back a little bit and was like, Hey Martin, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like I've done both and you can, you know, you don't have to be such a prick. And I was trying to think, I was like, I, I think he's only worked with, where I, at the time I started thinking about this, I was thinking like how I couldn't think of a single person who starred in Martin Scorsese film who's been in a comic book movie before. Now, of course, Nicolas Cage was fucking Ghost Rider, but that was after he was in a Martin Scorsese film. But I was like, oh, wait, right. no, fucking, uh, fucking um, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, I was like, oh, say, okay. Yeah. So, like, apparently when he was on the set with Martin, he never was like, hey, Martin, you know what's actually pretty fucking cool is being Spider-Man, so shut the well, fuck up. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think he wanted to talk about his his Spider-Man movies. Like, well, not yet. That wouldn't be not the fucking... That, would, yeah. that wouldn't be the bar. I mean, he, you know, like we talked about in the Spider-Man review, he very much redeemed them retroactively, yeah. you know, in the way that, like, you know, some of the Star Wars stuff redeems from the prequels, but, like... That doesn't mean that they're good, you know, like it just it recontextualizes it so you could be like, ah, all right, maybe that wasn't so bad. And like in a vacuum, yeah, it still fucking is, but whatever. <laughs> oh yeah. If you ever actually go back and watch those prequels, it's just it's like they're so much worse than you even remember them being at the time. Um, oh yeah, no, they're I mean, just the you know, I I look oh, I, all God, the respect so in the bad. world to George Lucas, dude's a terrible fucking direct. Like he I, I should he's a terrible actor's director. He's very bad at directing actors to get like emotions out of them because he's just kind of a weird introverted you know like a like nebbish kind of to himself guy like he's not good at like you know confronting an actor or like trying to pull something out of it right. like it's just not his. well i years ago i listened never to sure the uh, commentary track on one of the prequels i don't even remember which one it was it doesn't matter um but it was like him and like three other of his like main production team people and they yeah. were just like every asinine thing he would say in the director's commentary they were like oh yes absolutely absolutely like he's, <laughs> he's just fucking like elon musk just totally surrounded by yes that's men. right never hears any criticism uh from anybody and it's just like oh this is the, i mean that's that's why, like why you make going to filmmaking is is a collaborative process and other people will have good ideas and and will, they'll check you and say hey actually this doesn't make sense and well, you don't like have the, that yeah. then you just end up with that <laughs> right well that was the magic of the original trilogy of star wars is that like he didn't direct any of them and he only wrote one of them. He he wrote the overarching story, but like he had like Lawrence Kasdan who was a fucking legendary screenwriter come in and write, you know, Empire Strikes Back and direct yeah. it. Like it, there's just a lot of people, a lot of creative hands involved in that pot. And then you see kind of what well, happened when it was all him writing and all him directing. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, clearly you have a good idea for like an overarching story, but you shouldn't have any hands on like the, the, finer details you know what i mean no <laughs> well and, and also the other reason those that original trilogy is actually funny like why the jokes land is that carrie fisher fixed them all <laughs> well right right you also had one of the best ghost writers and best hollywood ghost writers of all time as like one of the three main stars of your movie right. you know <laughs> so right was... and she was i mean she was rewriting those scripts like on set you know trying to trying to make the lines actually funny when she was just a, a fucking teenager still like that's that's incredible to me 
Um, right now she she ghost wrote a ton of fucking movies that like people don't even realize yeah um or you know did did a lot of punch you know, up t- punch ups right yeah she's famous for that but um yeah so uh i guess we should get into <laughs> what's going on this week not that there's a ton but um you know obviously we all kind of had a i i, I shouldn't say we all but i certainly had a moment of like panic when i saw that elon musk is you know now the the primary shareholder of you know probably the most significant form of social media you know that's that's around right now certainly the most um uh, politically consequential form of social media in twitter uh he has like a 9.2 percent share of it which is a majority shareholder uh i think we talked about that a little bit last week but a little bit yeah uh, so, you know, he has like, you know, in, in theory, the biggest would be able to have the biggest uh, percentage of, you know, voting rights if he was to sit on the board, which he was invited to do. Now, he uh, apparently had turned down this offer this week, um, you know, probably presumably just because he got bored of it, like because he's a fucking psychopath and egomaniac and, you know. He does things like on a whim, like, oh, I'm going to fix Flint's pipes. And then like somebody was like, hey, maybe you can like have one conversation with me. And he's like, no, just just tweet your plan to me and, and to the public. Oh, and, and the guy's lunatic. like, well, why don't you just maybe you could, we can have like a phone call and I can explain it to you and show you some documents. And it like that was it. Like that was you know, he's just a fucking, uh, you know, he's a fucking infant. Like he can't be so corralled speaking of yes man yeah i i uh, noticed on netflix there's a like feature-length documentary about space uh, uh spacex and elon musk mm. and i'm like oh here's a little pr stunt for him try right. to try to make him look good because i mean they're clearly like privatizing more and more of this more space bullshit and yeah. they Very i mean depressing. it's he's just a fucking nut and you can tell that like anytime somebody has to tell him no like like the actual people running the launches have to tell him that like oh we can't do it like this is like the red line we've hit it and we can't can't launch that like they're afraid of him they're literally afraid to tell him no you know and (laughs) which is terrifying if you're trying to fly in one of his rockets because you're like is he being is he pressuring them into sending me up into an unsafe this is where i'm gonna fucking blow up right is this exactly why you don't want privatization is because right. the the you know the red line for safety is not going to be as important as this guy's fucking ego and the money he's making right <laughs> so they the whole right. movie they're trying to like as hard as they can link spacex to like the the lore and history of nasa and like oh of it's course. a partnership and it's it's like it's just gonna be space, space capitalism so yeah it's pretty terrifying but it's, it's also reassuring to know that his ego is so fragile that the moment he gets criticized he's like crumbles and now is apparently walked away from his board position on Twitter because people said mean things to him. <laughs> right. I'm sure people who work at Twitter are like, fuck that motherfucker. Like, don't let him on the board, you know, whatever. Like, but yeah, no, I, I absolutely think that's, that's the case. That, funnily enough, I think that's the thing that, that don't look up got the most right was like their, their Elon Musk fucking guy just being so insanely, fragile and thinking he's such a fucking genius but the minute he's like mildly questioned he just has like a fucking you know a temper tantrum <laughs> like that's that's that that was probably the most accurate depiction of any any like actual figure in that movie oh totally um, totally but but yeah so yeah fuck him um you know he's still has way too much fucking stock in that company so who the fuck knows what he could influence you know just with his you know 
just with his stocks and you know trying to manipulate them and i'm you know he we've seen him uh i would say commit open securities violations constantly on twitter by you know tweeting about you know certain forms of of you know uh fucking uh bitcoin and shit or like you know tweeting about a stock or like he he like clearly openly manipulates stock prices by by tweeting to his his base of sycophants and like never faces any consequences from the sec it, it's kind of remarkable but that's what happens when you're the richest person in the world so yeah is he i thought bezos or bezos was no he, i think he passed them during the pandemic he actually like skyrocketed his oh yeah wealth yeah 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 jeff's the, jeff's the richest american uh billionaire that's right right he's 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 the richest white south african right um, yeah elon musk african-american <laughs> <laughs> well yeah technically um no he, yeah yeah two two hundred and seventy four billion is his estimated uh net worth, which is obscene and uh yeah well, I mean the hilarious thing is well, like very net, bad things happen to him net worth is never like how much money they actually have it's no, it's, no, it's no. like if you carved up everything they you know everything every company they own all the shares the valuation of all their companies, all their assets, and, all their properties right. and the stock market is just a fucking fictional money anyway, it's fictional capital, so these right. people just created out of thin air. Um, and you know, the notion that anyone actually has $247 billion in their bank account, like that's, I mean, he's, he's not an oil company. Come on. <laughs> right. Right. No, he's not, he's not plotting coups in, in South America and Latin America or anything, but, uh, but actually, you know, I, I say that as a joke, but he probably, he totally fuck it is. I mean, we, we know he was, you know, openly calling for a coup in Bolivia on, on Twitter, so. And, Again, just just you know, richest person in the world openly calling to 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 murder a bunch of people and you know overthrowing a democratic. Well, I, I would love to see him inspire another little group of uh, silver court mercenaries to fucking try because my favorite thing that's oh, ever so happened funny. in the last two years is still when a dozen guys from South Florida tried to overthrow the Venezuelan government <laughs> in, in a fucking boat <laughs> and ran out of gas. <laughs> And then, oh my god, so good! Pissed themselves and then got interrogated, having to wear a Moscow Russia uh, sports jerseys. <laughs> just oh, Maduro's man. got a little bit of that Castro spirit, where he where he loves just fucking dunking on on the the idiots who would try to you know try to kill him. Like, well, the, 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 like the, 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 theory, the Castro swag. Yeah, well, the theory was that um that, that he, they knew about these guys and were monitoring them and had basically like you know fed them false information about a refueling boat that never came and that's how they ended up running out of fuel because they thought there was a boat coming for them that was never going to come so they could just they could just catch these guys yeah uh and yeah i think they all i don't know if they i'm sure they were actually finally sentenced for you know terrorism or something like that but still um it <laughs> just to, did the u.s no. try to ex- like was I, i'm surprised that wasn't more of an international incident that the u.s didn't try to like puff their chests out and be like well you need to give them back or else you're oh, decl-, you know it like, was well because the cia at the time was like they trying to deny any client they claimed to not have known about it which i think is highly <laughs> unlikely right, right? And, and but they were just you know the whole the whole thing was so embarrassing that they didn't want to put anything to it that this this makes us look so bad and especially because the, the guy had a fucking contract the guy had a contract to do this 
and the people who contracted him backed out of it. And he's like, oh, no, we're going to go do it anyways. <laughs> right. It, it just he, he looks like the biggest fucking idiot. So, yeah, I, I can understand why, you know, America's probably not trying too hard to get them out of jail. <laughs> right. And, and yeah, I think like we, I think we'd even speculate at the time. Like, I'm sure. A the CIA knew about it, but they like they probably weren't like given fun giving funding or anything because they were like no. these idiots are not gonna they're gonna fucking obviously all fail and get killed. But if they manage to succeed, hey, fucking you know free it's like found money for for us being the CIA. So, <laughs> right. So right. like they're like if they do it, hey, fuck great. But uh, but we know they're not going to, so we're not gonna fucking put our I names mean, on this it, fucking it, disaster. Like we talked about last week, the CIA likes to fund. <clears throat> pre-existing groups that are based within a country they don't right. hire mercenaries to try to fucking you know storm the beachfront <laughs> no, they'll, they'll send mercenaries for support but they like to use a base of the right-wing psychopaths that are already right. in that country to to you because oh, they know remember the i read from territory their, better when that happened i read from their website their website it's just like written at like a third grade reading level yeah, about yeah. you know like it, when when the when the times get tough you need courage to get to your, you know it was just like the, the, right. the most like ridiculous nonsense i mean these guys would have watched out of blackwater like they weren't even that oh, kind like yeah. you know that they, they were like re, like blackwater rejects like they even eric prince were like get the fuck out of here like you need to go back clowns. and read that website again because it's i've never just been thrilled I'm sure, how I, stupid I, I, it was i'm sure it's not even yeah but yeah that it was it was fucking hilarious but uh yeah so, so yeah that's elon musk well um we, I guess we should we should kind of give some up, updates on the Ukraine. Um, you know, there were a couple. I, it seems like everywhere you, you turn, like the the news reporting in the U.S. is like, oh well, obviously, you know, Ru- this is a turning into such a boondoggle for Russia, and they didn't anticipate this. And oh, Putin's firing his generals. But also, every time you turn around, you see Zelensky like crying with his fucking holding out his empty bowl. You know, like Oliver every fucking parliament uh in the world being like we need weapons we're losing we need fuck please help like because clearly they're actually like every like independent report on the ground says that like russia basically has most of the outer portion portions of ukraine pretty well controlled and and basically you know the, the the last resistance is kind of all pulled into the central part of the country around kiev and all the you know the the major areas, but they're basically surrounded right now is from what I can gather from all reports. And um, <laughs> the U.S. media is just like, that's the last thing they would ever want to report, you know, it, because that's just right. always been our MO to well, lie about you always have how to well we're doing. Present, you know, our, our, our enemies as evil and incompetent. So it's, you know, it's, it's that dichotomy. And also, the, and also worse than Hitler when you need money and or, you know, resources right. to fight, you know, it's, it's just, like, it's like, you, you, I really, I mean, I, I read things and I just, you just instinctively know they're not true. Uh, like this headline headline, Ukraine says tens of thousands killed in Maripol. Oh, v- right. In, right, in one that. city, tens of thousands have been killed. Like, really? <laughs> like, where's your fucking proof for it? Uh, so this is hilarious. This was from Reuters. Reuters has confirmed widespread destruction in Maripol, but could not verify the alleged crimes or the estimate of those killed in the, in the strategic city, which lies between Russia and ex Crimea or Crimea and Eastern areas of Ukraine uh, held by Russian backed separatists. So they're even admitting like there's, there's no fucking evidence of this. They're just, they're just throwing out, like remember the 13 guys on the Island. They said that, uh, told the Russian 
a frigate to go fuck themselves and they were all slaughtered. Right. And it turns out none of that was true. It was 80 guys on the island and they were all fine. They were all right. Completely- and Russia, <laughs> once they captured one of them, made like made the guy film a video being like, yeah, I'm, this is really upsetting that I'm being used for propaganda. Like I'm alive, like clearly. So, right. like, so like literally nothing they say can be trusted. Um, and that's, oh well, yeah, right. That's, you know, yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's hilarious. Um, let's see. I got another couple headlines here that are just 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 like the level of propaganda we could get here is just absurd to me uh intel putin may cite ukraine war to meddle in u.s politics like oh oh, here we go again (laughs) here we go again uh russian president vladimir putin may use the biden administration support for ukraine as a pretext to order a new campaign to interfere in american politics u.s intelligence officials have assessed uh it's 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 like just there's just recycling the same fucking bullshit over and over and over um <laughs> write something new write a new song you fucking hacks like really like it's just and people really like the the old the old hits you know? <laughs> no. we don't want to hear this new shit play the fucking hits um well I, did you i don't know if you saw this but they're now they're trying to cook up that like because again they, they know the one thing that people just can't abide by is when they hear the word chemical weapons. So they think that that's like the thing they need to cook up now. And the Kiev independent, which is uh, any, everything but independent, uh, but of, but a very trusted source among yeah, liberals aren't they based out of Ottawa, Canada. They might be, but they're, but they're extremely, you know, they, they just tow the, they tow Zelensky's fucking propaganda line. 1000% and liberals eat it up and regurgitate it as if it's credible news. Um, I'll, I'll leave off the first part of this cause I'll, cause it'll be funny when I tell you what the first part was. Uh, Andre Belitsky says that three people have clear signs of chemical poisoning in this regards to uh, an attack in Maripol. Um, mm-hmm. He added that there are no, quote, disastrous consequences for their health. Um, <laughs> uh, Andre Belinsky, and this is just from, from another article about Andre Belinsky from like five years ago, uh, before we pretended that there were no Nazis in the Ukraine, uh, who served as the leader of both the Patriot of Ukraine, founded in 2005, and the SNA, founded in 2008. The SNA is known uh, to have carried out attacks on minority groups in Ukraine. In 2010, Beletsky said the Ukraine's national purpose was to, quote, lead the white races of the world in a final crusade against semi-led intervention, inferior inferior races. And uh, that fir- the part I left off in that first sentence is Azov leader, Andrei Beletsky. So that's who we're fucking, that's whose word we're taking about. these this alleged chemical attack that i've seen repeated well i mean historically nazis do know a thing or two about poison gas but oh yeah no for sure (laughs) well unless you who was that one idiot liberal on twitter who was like even hitler didn't have to resort to kemp to using chemical weapons (laughs) oh yeah yeah he got Uh, ratioed into oblivion uh, yeah i'm sure he deleted his existence but people were like um have you heard of mustard gas like do you know what you know what you know what Zyklon B is, buddy? That's that's the <laughs> stuff they put in the showers when they fucking gas the juice to death and then yeah, burn yeah. them. <laughs> there, there was that little, you know, that little chestnut. But yeah. Um six million people, give or take. Yeah. 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 It, it's just unreal. I mean, that's technically fucking... ten million, but we, you know, only, you know, talk about the the bulk of the anyway. But uh it was actually I um yeah, never mind. Fuck it. I'm not going to go into that getting sidetracked. But uh, let's see, I had one more here. 
no, no, I don't. Actually, let's um, let's roll that Pasaki clip because I feel like that will uh, fit well here with the propaganda. Yeah, well, right. So, yeah. So, transitioning from the the, the Russia Ukraine propaganda to the uh, domestic propaganda. Obviously, everybody's been paying um, absurd prices at the pump, absurd prices at the uh, supermarket. It's it basically fucking everywhere. I, I don't know. I just real quick, just an anecdotal thing that I'm sure yeah. people will be like. Uh, I went to the supermarket the other day. Uh, how much do you expect, like a generic bag of Tostitos to cost, or of a, a yeah, like toast, like tortilla chips? Um, I mean, I the, the grocery store I go to is like ninety five percent Hispanic people there, so most of that kind of stuff is like bargain, super cheap, right? Like two, three dollars max, right? Yeah, yeah, if that, yeah, yeah, fucking. Two for ten dollars for fucking tortilla chips, but but I think it was like five ninety nine if you didn't buy two. Jesus. I was like, this is fucking insane. Like, and that's everything. Like, I went to the supermarket the other night, and I was like, eh, I don't really need much, so I'll just get a few things. And I spent like a hundred and forty dollars, and I'm like, I have fucking nothing. I have like four meals worth of food here. Like, this is fucking absurd. Like, it, it's just absolutely. Uh, unsustainable for any fucking normal person to be able to afford this shit um and then you know not even talking about the fuel prices which uh this clip is pertaining to so let's roll the clip and we'll uh we'll, we'll chat about it so because of the actions we've taken to address uh putin the putin price hike we are in a better place than we were last month um but we expect march cpa cpi headline inflation to be extraordinarily elevated due to Putin's price hike. And we expect a large difference between core and headline inflation reflecting the global disruptions in energy and food markets. So core inflation doesn't include energy and food prices. Uh, Headline inflation does. And of course, we know that core inflation, you know, energy, the impact of energy, of course, on oil prices, gas prices, we expect that to uh, continue to reflect what we've seen uh, the increases be over the course of this invasion. And just as an example, since since President Putin's military buildup accelerated in January, average gas prices are up more than 80 cents. Most of the increase in, uh, occurred in the month of March, and at times, gas prices were more than a dollar above pre-invasion levels. So that roughly 25 percent increase in gas prices will drive tomorrow's inflation reading. And certainly, it's not a surprise to us, but we certainly think it will be reflected. What oh, yeah. the Putin fuck was she hike. talking about? The Putin price hike. You know what she repeats she, she several didn't believe times. A word she fucking said. I mean, that was no, so this, clearly this, like obviously this was like a consultant came up with this focus group fucking phrase they wanted to get out there. Putin price hike. Did did Putin hike the price of gasoline? <laughs> Putin, Putin's out there with the pole changing the price. He's he's making the three into a four in the at the front of the. Fucking... It's just it's complete fucking fiction. <laughs> So a 25% increase in gas prices here in the U.S., right? You know how much petroleum we get from Russia? 2%. I was going to say, yeah, it's like 1% or 2%. It's, 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 it's so, it, and it takes six months for crude oil to make it to market as, as, you know, whatever product you're making, gasoline or whatever. So it, it's the same thing. You remember after Hurricane Katrina, gas went from like 250 up to 5 bucks in like a week? Yeah. You remember that? Right. It's like there wasn't a shortage of gasoline. It's no. it's just com- it's complete speculation on the future, right? Which means that there is no supply and demand here. It's just, no. hey, we have an excuse to jack the prices up and it, it's making Biden look bad, so we got to come up with a with a clever little phrase that we can get the media to put out there in print. 
the right. price hike. But nobody fucking buys. It. I mean, th- th- this is like the idiocy of, of of those types of people. Because yes, that's of course, you know, Biden has no real problem with gas or you know food or anything costing as much as it does because it's profiteer. It's profiting uh, all of his fucking biggest benefactors, all of his biggest donors. But he does understand that it looks really fucking bad, and that you know John Q. Public. We'll always blame the president when the gas prices are high, regardless of whether or not the president, you know, had direct involvement in it. So he knows he has to fucking. But the 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 funny thing is that they think they can insult our intelligence and blame this on fucking Vladimir Putin when, like you said, you know, uh, like there's no fucking shortage. Like that that you know, like takes six months to even reach us. Um, fucking oil. I, I I've talked about this. I think on the show before. Oil's just fucking made up. The prices are fucking made up. I mean, they're just. It, anything that is traded publicly oil wood any kind of fucking construction material um it, it's it's just made up fucking prices based on what that what the futures of that that particular you know textile or and or you know good is trading at so a wheat <laughs> um so it, it's just fucking made up based on the whims of the fucking people who 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 sit and like trade fake money back and forth all day it's fucking fake it doesn't it's not real it's not it's a fucking terrible way to run an economy um and you know the whole thing is that like the the simple solution is to just put price caps on all of those industries but if you put price caps even once on all of those industries you admit that your your magical fucking fairy tale free market isn't actually a free market and that's a fucking you know capitalist gangbang that's designed to extract <laughs> as much wealth as possible from right. you know working people and funnel it to the top so they literally he cannot ever fucking put price caps on oil or on you know food prices or on you know wheat trade like any of any of those any of those goods or services because then you're admitting that it's not that the free market doesn't work. You're admitting the free market doesn't work. So they'll never do that. They'll find every fucking Rube Goldberg, you know, scheme that they can to fucking, you know, oh, well, we'll, we'll give you a, a refundable tax credit Pell right. grant at the end of the year for all the, you know, the price hikes and that'll offset the 15% of the inc- like, here's a coupon ju- for a free appetizer at fucking Applebee's right. America. But, but the president <laughs> literally can and the president literally could say like, no, I'm capping prices on this. Like he could, you know, he, like there's, there's a million ways you could go about actually enforcing, you know, the, those prices, but nobody's ever fucking done it, but you certainly could use the power. I'm sure they the will most- figure out, they'll figure out that, you know, as soon as they want to cap the price of gasoline or uh, cap the price of food that, you know, the Senate parliamentarian is going to come out and be like, no, nope, <laughs> right. sorry, you can't do that. Sorry, sorry, most powerful man in the world. You can't actually do that because I'm, you know, the fucking. So we can invade a country and bomb them and fucking take control of their oil fields, but we can't cap our own prices. <laughs> it's like literally yep. <laughs> you can send hundreds of thousands of troops into a foreign country for the sake Destabilize of the entire world economy. Right. And that's what people oh. uh, at the time they were like, well, we're going to steal their oil and then we'll have the oil like, you know, the, the near near 10 uh, thing where she was like, well, they, you know, if we have to spend money invading their country, then they owe us oil money, right? She was saying that about Libya, right? Right. But it's it's like, she can't, I mean, I'm, she's probably too stupid to know this, but like, we don't right. ever go to into a country to steal their resources. We go in there to disrupt the markets so things cost more. That is what we right. do. 
and people don't right. understand that. We don't. It's not like old medieval times where you'd invade the country and like take control of all the resources so that you could fucking pilfer them. No, we we never we never take these territories to like move Americans into. We take them, like you said. We don't even take them. We 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 go in. We we basically just do capital manipulation all around the world. That's what almost every fucking major war we've ever fought has been over. I mean, every war since World War II has been. You know, you know, in 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 service of capital manipulation, in in service of disrupting any kind of a alternative to capitalism, or, or just you know, in service of disrupting a market that we didn't want to see, you know, open in a place that's not you know gonna give us a sweetheart deal. Like that's all we've ever fucking done, uh, foreign policy wise. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I had a guy on on Facebook real. today uh, tell me mm-hmm. that. Um, uh oh there was it was something uh some article uh something about bike lanes uh there's a, a independent newspaper here online magazine called uh book club and they usually do pretty good like on the ground street reporting but they've suddenly f- realized that writing anything about bike lanes is fucking clickbait for angry motorists right right and they re- they printed this thing it was about um they there was well, there was a park on the south side, it had like a four lane road running through it, which is just insane. Like to have a four lane highway running through a, a public park. So they put it on a road diet and they put bike lanes on it to help slow car traffic down. And so that people riding a bike don't get fucking run over by somebody driving 60 miles an hour through a park. And they quoted some <clears throat> neighbors who said it was a bike lane to nowhere. And I was like, really? A bike lane to nowhere? Isn't that the street that you want to drive on? So that that's the nowhere that you're going to, too, dumbass. So Famously, the, when you get in a car, you're not allowed to stop until you crash into the ocean. You're, where am I going? Just... Where am I going? Well, they, what they came out in the article was that everyone you know, was using this, this four-lane highway as a cut-through to try to get onto the freeway uh, quicker. That's uh-huh. what they really want. Right. right. They're not just like cruising through the park, you know waving at kids trying to play and so they posted this on facebook they didn't tweet it because they probably knew better but they posted on facebook and it just like all the fucking people who you know drive cars and think that like they're they're paying for gasoline is like what holds society together right and if you know anything about the gas tax you'd know that gas tax goes to paying for highways and freeways not surface streets the thing that pays for surface streets is basically mostly your fucking rental and home taxes right just basic taxes like you know right. property taxes so or whatever right so i'm paying just as much for the surface streets where i ride a bike as somebody who's driving a car right and if you look at the amount of road space that i get versus the amount of space that a driver gets and the amount of damage that my bike does to the road versus the damage an SUV does to the road, I'm paying proportionally about a hundred times more <laughs> right. for, for what I get than these people. And there was some guy, some old guy, some old fart. And uh, he, t- he posted a comment saying like, well, you realize that uh, roads were invented purely for cars and trucks. And I was just like, what, what, what? The- <laughs> Like, okay, so the phrase all roads lead to Rome. I was uh, going to say the ancient Romans <laughs> with their chariots, their, you know, their souped yeah. up Ford F-150 chariots. Yeah. You know, every medieval movie you see when they go into a town, there's people with, you know, like horses and ox carts and they're selling vegetables on the street. Uh, you know why they could do all that? Because there weren't fucking cars everywhere. You could use the street as a social gathering place right. where, where things happened other than just fucking parking your land boat. <laughs> we all know Spartacus famously drove a Tesla. I mean, this is common. <laughs> 
knowledge, you know. <laughs> and we the, the the we had roads before we had cities. Okay, that we, right. <laughs> it was, that's how you yeah. got from city to city or from village to village. Like you would take the fucking oh my god roads. I swear, these people don't know a fucking thing before the industrial revolution. Um, yeah, well, people, that, 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 this is the problem crazy. though. Is it's like a side thing. Like pre- people in this country are so fucking stupid because of how we're educated. We we basically only ever learn American history in this country. So you think that everything is. 150 fucking years old basically you know like it's not we just have no fucking frame of reference for like actual you know world civilizations that existed prior to you know 1776 and and people are just fucking morons like that's you know it's just but 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 at a certain point it becomes your fault if when you grow up and like are in society you don't do anything to like further educate yourself on like you know the actualities of what I, I is think happening we, in the world and what has happened in world yeah. history i think if you just lived most of your life before the internet you just don't you don't realize that you literally can learn the truth about anything right if you spend enough time like read right. read three articles on one subject and you'll get enough information that you'll have more information on that subject than 99% of, of your fellow countrymen. <laughs> just, 99% you know, of all of world civilization had on any particular subject that they weren't taught. That's like the magical thing about the internet is we have access to like teach ourselves in 20 minutes something that like people like have fought and killed for like, you know, books about, you know, like in ancient. Right. So it, it's kind of amazing. Like when you think about it in, in that kind oh, of a macro sense, but it really is. I, I think I told you about the uh, stone of roommate I had one time that would just make up shit. Cause he was stoned. Uh, and he, he had something about like how the Pacific ocean was freshwater, not saltwater. And I was, I was like, <laughs> I was like no, it's like, not. He thought it was like somehow the way that ocean ocean currents worked, it like kept salt water out of the, the largest ocean somehow. And I'm like, what? <laughs> he he does realize that like that the ocean is not like segregated into pools, right? No, like but it, under- the currents that kept it separate, you see. It's oh, okay. Thing. Okay. Anyway, so I just I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking Google that right now. And I just showed him and he's just like, Well, it's just what somebody told me. I'm like, you fucking pothead. This is why I don't have roommates anymore, is because I have to deal with shit like that. <laughs> anyway oh fuck <laughs> well, you, well you know good news for that guy is that the arctic might be the arctic ocean might be all fucking fresh water in the next or considerably more fresh water than than salt water you know yeah. by, by 2040 or whatever so i yeah, guess yeah, you'll be no, right retroactively fucks. well the entire you know uh, fucking climate legislation is held up by one guy joe manchin and he won't get kicked out of the party for it so nope. it's just nope. like, whatever um, so I had a little bit I wanted to read here about, uh, there's a headline from, I don't know where this came from now, probably Politico. Politico. Yeah. I don't know. It's it, most of these things I, I read on Yahoo news and, uh, they're all from Politico or Daily from Beast. Politico yeah. And, right. So this is, this is a headline. Mm. Uh, <laughs> there is some humor in this article. Uh, the new white house rule. Do not talk about Joe Manchin. <laughs> Joe Manchin's Fight Club now, apparently. Uh, so th- this is this is this is this like I, I know that this is sort of a doomcast that we do every week, and there's like just nothing but hopelessness to this. But I have to find humor in it, uh, even if it's gal's humor. And I know we're all gonna fucking bake the planet to death, right? Uh, so text here: the fate of President Joe Biden's domestic agenda may hinge on his administration's ability to do one simple thing: shut up. 
This is like the thing that Biden can't do either. Is right, up. which is like the is the thing he's worst at is not blurting out what he's not supposed to say. Four months after Biden's Build Back Better plan collapsed amid a bitter back and forth with Senator Joe Manchin, the White House is taking a final shot at resurrecting its social spending bill. And this time it's vowing a sharply different approach to the negotiations. Top Biden officials are keeping their ambitions vague. <laughs> so it's like, oh, that's Democrats for you. Just like, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, yeah, nothing, not, nothing, nothing really. So they're steering clear of firm deadlines. Most importantly, they're trying as hard as possible to just not talk about it at all. Like America will just forget <laughs> that we ever promised them things. No, totally. Uh, so here's a quote here. Uh, I would quite explicitly not comment on the conversations that are happening, said Brian Deese, Bi- Bi- uh, Biden's National Economic Council director, who told reporters at a recent event hosted by the Christian Science Monitor, I don't think that has served anyone particularly well. The administration-wide gag order imposed over the last several weeks is a marked shift from earlier efforts to hype Biden's expansive policy vision, a tacit tacit. Tacit, tacit, yeah. Tacit, there we go. Uh, Tacit acknowledgement that the White House has learned its lesson. (laughs) Like, yeah, let's just, we don't don't talk about Fight Club anymore. Uh, The administration (laughs) and its allies spent months last year trying to pressure Manchin into supporting a $1.7 trillion climate and social spending package, only to see the negotiations blow up in December. Now Manchin is signaling he's uh, signaling he's willing to deal again. Uh, This is like Lucy with the football. Uh, and Democrats are all but begging him to write the legislation himself. <laughs> yeah. Fucking oh, the coal God. guy. Let's let the coal guy write our climate legislation. So another quote here. This is really up to Joe. One person familiar with the party dynamics said of the senior Democrats attitude. Quote, it's basically going to be the mansion reconciliation bill when all is said and done. <sighs> <laughs> the differential I approach i can't even get mad about this it's so fucking like people that still fall for this shit and like like oh if it only for that blasted joke like i mean I, guys just this is fucking so fair. like this it, is so it, ridiculous it, like he's only there as the revolving revolving villain to to make sure that they don't have to do anything and they can right. blame it on somebody right. um the uh the uh okay so the deferential approach has put biden and his top advisors in the awkward position of minimizing talk about their top policy priority <laughs> one they hope voters will ultimately reward them for in november so basically what, what mansion wants is a bill that saves the government money so it's it's basically cost neutral and only if that money is used to pay off our national deficit <laughs> right the, the, the fucking Again, fake number that nobody cares about the fake number to... that doesn't actually fucking matter right, right. to kill the, any uh, legislation entire economy is based on debt anyway so like like how do we get to be the richest nation exploiting workers and just spending fucking all the money that doesn't exist so there was a good quote here from a guy uh rep richie torres a democrat uh, from the south bronx mm-hmm. says uh, i reject the notion that we should look to joe manchin as the oracle on what is best for America. Uh, yeah, he told Politico, so this, this is Politico, <clears throat> warning that it's a waste of time for Democrats to spend months chasing Manchin's support. Quote, he's the saboteur of the Build Back Better Act, so I see no point in placating the impl- implacable, 
and play. <laughs> anyway, I have trouble grasping the political logic there. So again, it's it's like it's all an act. It's all an act. So he right. may, he may actually think that, but it's still part of the act. Uh, at the end of the day. So both the White House and Manchin have refused to set a deadline for striking a deal, but privately Democrats uh, Democrats close to the deliberations say the hope is to clinch a framework by June, if not sooner. If a final deal doesn't materialize by, by July 4th, they say it will probably never happen. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I What? I, like, literally, what are they going to run on? Like, what the fuck are they going to run on? Because they can't, they can't say, "Oh, Trump is Trump. We got to beat Trump." Like they have nothing to run on at this point. They, Joe Biden, has not passed a single piece of meaningful legislation outside of the initial fucking stimulus bill, where he fucked everybody and lied about sending us two thousand dollar checks. So I really don't think he wants to talk about that again. Um, like literally, what are you going to say? Like, hey, sorry, Jack. I know I didn't pass any legislation that I said I would, and I haven't even talked about half the things I said I would talk about. And I let fucking prices run away, and I let inflation rise to six percent, and I killed a, and I let the COVID deaths toll hit go over a million people, even more than when Trump was in office. But uh, vote for vote for Democrats. Like, what what is the pitch? Like, literally, what is the fucking pitch? Like, I don't. Hey, I mean, good luck, I, good luck, guys. When I uh, appointed that black lady to the Supreme Court, yeah, that, right. You got to, got to feel good about that one, right? Right, right. No, I, that 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 black moderate really is 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 gonna, <laughs> is gonna make people. Yeah, it, it's just it's just fucking preposterous. But you know, I just expect no less at this point. Um, oh God. Well, we should talk. You know, briefly, we we should mention the whole the 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 crazy shit that happened today in Brooklyn with the uh, the shooting on the subway. That that which I, I haven't even done a ton of reading on. I would just you know it happened while I was at work today. But uh, I, it, it's fucking crazy, and it's also just a great example of. I mean, and anyone who's ever been to New York City subways, particularly in the last you know ten years, knows that they're just crawling with fucking pigs. Like everywhere you turn, there's a gaggle of fucking cops gathered doing literally nothing unless they see, you know, a poor person trying to, to hop the rail to save 275. And then they, you know, tackle that person and beat the fuck out of them. But, uh, but oh, any yeah. actual here in Chicago you know, too, they, they fucking shot a guy. They shot a guy oh. in the back twice for jumping a turnstile. Yeah. Oh, I wonder how much one of those bullets cost. He probably could have just, you know, extracted one and like <laughs> paid well, for his fare if he survived. There's video of it. And the hilarious part is like these two cops could not take this guy down physically. Like he just literally like, you know, they took him to the ground and he just like literally just like stood up again and they couldn't get him <laughs> down. And they're they're like punching him and punching him. And the guy the guy was big and he's just kind of like like kind of pushes him away like softly and just starts walking up the stairs and cop just fucking gets a gun, pop, pop, shoots him in the back twice. Like he was, he wasn't even right away. He was just walking away from them. <laughs> That's how fucking crazy they are. It's like, well, I, you know, like he, he, I can't let him get away after he, you know, <laughs> evaded right. arrest by simply pushing me away. So I have to try to murder him now. Right. No, just a bunch of fucking scared, pussy ass, you know, Gestapo bullies. That's like that's the way they operate. They're just terrified, but also constantly trying to exert their dominance. It's a great combination to have for the people that we illegally allowed to carry guns around to point them at us. Um, but there was a <laughs> this. It's just such a weird fucking story. But he, just just to give you kind of a glimpse as to what all that all that fucking increased funding that that mayor dipshit uh, Eric Adams, you know, uh, put forth for the cops that you know since he took office this year 
um what what all that money that you're spending is going towards uh this is from the rolling stone article about it um according to an nypd source the subway shooting suspects escape may have actually been enabled by a police error the shooting likely happened while manhattan bound uh n train was in between 59th and 36th street when the train pulled up at 36th street uh some victims poured out onto the platform as smoke from munitions let off by the gas mask wearing shooter billowed out from the train car However, lo- lo- the local duty captain from Brooklyn South Patrol reportedly did not freeze all trains in and out of the 36th Street station, which is a transfer point for the NR and D trains. So they like fucking bungled the one thing that they could do to like entrap this guy <laughs> and fucking. Um, also, apparently, and this is from the CBS New York report, there are 10,000 cameras in the MTA uh, subway system. Or just in the M- in Metro North Metro Transit Authority system, which is New York subway system, ten thousand cameras, all of them operational except for the three that were on this particular subway car. Somehow, oh, man, fucking criminal mastermind. <laughs> which which means that the cop there was a, clearly a cop on one of these cars that fucking fled or something that they they miraculously lost the footage of. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's I'm sure that's what fucking well, happened. So I watched it, one, of the, one of the videos and it's it's like the doors open up and just this huge cloud of smoke comes pouring out because he this guy. Threw I thought he like dropped him. a like a smoke bomb or like a whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. So it was oh, just right. great confusion uh, so that people couldn't figure out, you know, where the shots were coming from, which apparently worked. Uh, but it's it was like the doors open up and people come out and there's a few people who are kind of like looked somewhat panicked, but then there was other people that were just kind of walked off. Like, it's, just, yeah, it's just another fucking day in the New York subway system. <laughs> That's the, that, 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 that so I, fucking calm. I couldn't, I, I legit laughed. Cause I, I like it is as horrible as this was. And, you know, luckily no one was killed. 10 people ended up getting shot or wounded, but I, just New Yorkers will are so fucking implacable that like you could get shot at, and and like they just won't fucking, <laughs> just won't fucking. I mean, I would imagine they won't that, sell it, you know, because the video was taken by somebody in like the next car over. It right. looked like, uh, but like everyone in the car where the, the smoke's pouring out of, I assume just witnessed, uh, you know, something. They said it was like he fired thirty three rounds and hit <laughs> ten people. Like you know, how fucking you'd be deaf if you were inside like a, a metal box and someone fires off thirty three rounds of a fucking from a gun. Right how loud that would fucking be. Also, what a fucking terrible shot with that kind of a captive audience. And he, he didn't manage to kill anyone. And only, you know, he shot 10 people with that many. Fucking... I mean, I guess I mean, it's good, good for worked against him as well. as It works <laughs> for him there, but these people are putzes. I mean, we've, we've established that most mass shooters are fucking morons. They, they're, you know, they're just impulsive idiots and they, they I, don't know what the fuck saw, they're doing. I saw one headline that just like made me stop and be like, what the fuck? It said, uh, <clears throat> I forget where it was, but the part of the headline read, um, uh, 10 wounded, 13 injured in mass shooting. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, what? what? What's the difference between wounded and injured? For, I mean, like, maybe they're saying like 13 people. Yeah. Three other people had hearing damage, but no actual physical like uh, yeah. scars. Like, I don't know. That's a weird. There's a hilarious Mr. Show sketch that like makes fun of like the, the weird word choices that journalists do sometimes that have right. no fucking. And it's like, uh, well, we're reporting that uh, two friends and their two companions were lost in the, in the woods. And it's like, oh, well, what, what did they? Has anyone heard from the, the friends? Well, no, but the, the the word is that the companions may still be, it's just like what? 
and then they have like this this like montage of people who are like rooting for like it's like well this i this ribbon is for the the companions and what about the friends it's like well i'm just not so sure about them (laughs) this is we're we're throwing a a, you know go fund me to help find the, the two friends and well, their companions. It's like, and, what, and, you know, <laughs> and that's a, that's a real, <laughs> and that is a real thing that news does, but that's because news and I, it's real subtle. I don't even know if people pick up on this, but they always have to, you know, they always have to storytell. They have to create a protagonist. Usually if it's like, there's like a, a young, attractive white girl, she, it's her and her companion. Like, you know, like they have to find somebody to be the main focus of the, of the blood and guts, like, you know, story that's going to lead, all of the news coverage and then oh, it's like and and, yeah. and the rest you know like that's the that's the fucking <laughs> i mean if if you're hearing about a missing persons report it's 99 percent chance it's a fucking hot white girl it's right it's a blonde <laughs> it's, attractive it's like girl. is her face gonna make us money are people gonna tune in to find out what happened to this girl that they would fuck if they could right, right. exactly that's 100%. what the news is Right. Same with like murder, like any kind of like story that you're like, oh, wow, you hear about the blah, blah, blah murder. I'm like, no, because there's like, you know, hundreds of murders a day. Like, why would I hear? But but no, it's because, right. That's why. (laughs) Unless it was like, you know, OJ, like unless it's like a famous person, if you hear about a murder, it's because it's like a young attractive white woman yeah, he killed an attractive <laughs> white woman i mean that that's, that was that, that was we, we, we talked about when we reviewed the the oj uh show that 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 hit like all of the fucking news meet that was why that was such an insane case because it's oh, yeah every fucking pillar you know celebrity sports figure you know hot attractive white woman what you know black on white crime like it it hit everything like sports. it just it was fucking sports too right, and that's like right. the big, it was the trifecta of all the things that you know you're you're gonna get some level of interest from every American uh, at that point. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was still, I, I got to say that the oh, OJ Simpson weighing in on Will Smith has to be my favorite <laughs> moment of all time. Right. No, man, shouldn't have done that. Will just really. Yeah. Right. Th- thanks. Fucking OJ. Thanks. Th- I really appreciate your input. Thank that. You're very, you're definitely the voice of moral authority on this situation, so I think I should modify my behavior yeah. to be more like O.J. Simpson. I'm sure it's what Will Smith like, said. Do you think O.J. really doesn't realize that he did it? Do you think O.J. really thinks that I think he, he's somebody else? No, he knows he did it deep down, but I think he's managed to disassociate himself from the act. Like, well, yeah, like, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, like, like a pathological liar who doesn't know they're lying, who like generally, like typically believes the things they're saying are true how could he, i mean how could he, i i just don't know because like how could you really live like i like i know it's a cliche but like literally how can you live with yourself if you know that you did that like and don't just disassociate I mean, that as like you could have another borderline persona. borderline personality disorder i mean you remember the the chapter of that book he wrote he, he right. practically no, came up with like another character who was yeah i know like, his buddy a, charlie was the one who did it all like, right he, he was watching but he his buddy charlie did it if he did it <laughs> in this hypothetical but that's what i mean I, I genuinely think that a part of him genuinely thinks that charlie killed you know ron and ron and kim and like he uh it it's it, or ron and uh nicole uh and he um yeah, like I, I i think that's how he gets by because like he he, he would have fucking hung himself like i i have to imagine any like normal sane human being who doesn't have a major you know, personality disorder would have fucking, 
you know, kill themselves over the guilt of like, well, or at the very least, like, wouldn't tweet things about Will Smith would, smacking would a guy. Become a, would not be a public figure, right? Like, would, do, like, do you do you realize how? ridiculous it is that you're you're tweeting this I mean, MJ. He literally <laughs> fucking like almost the, the woman he loved and was married to almost sawed her fucking head off like that's that's not something you 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 can you, you i just can't imagine how you live with yourself if you don't it can if you haven't convinced yourself that it wasn't actually you that something was in control of your body or whatever you know hey havana syndrome does fucked up things to all of us <laughs> right <laughs> that it does that it does um all right. Well, oh, you know, we should uh, we should mention because I, I, you know, we pr- pr- probably have heard it at the top of the show. We're transitioning our 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 regular thing. You know, obviously, we we pop in every so often with like random themes from things we discuss in the episode. But um, this week, or well, you know, in, in general, we we're going to transition to using uh, territorial pissings by Nirvana as our kind of theme, our main theme. Move away from. Um, uh, uh, fucking left of the dial by the replacements. I, I, I like to change it up every once in a while because I feel yeah. like, you know, we, as we move into different eras of, of the show and different eras of, you know, world politics or, you know, whatever's going on, it's just left of the dial like, is too hopeful. And I feel like we're at a point where we just need to be. I think we started uh, that during like kind of like towards the end of the primary. I, I think I yeah. could be wrong, but. But yeah, right. Now we're just in this chaotic fucking mess of 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 noise and distortion and nonsense words uh that that is that is America. And so that's why I think Territorial Pissings by Nirvana would be a great choice cuz it's a fucking yeah. kick-ass song and also it has the the funny fake optimism of the beginning of the, you know, come on people now, you know, parody intro um of the fucking what is that like a mama's and the papa's song oh i don't even know it's just the worst fucking song of the 60s i'm sure it's on like the forrest gump soundtrack too it's just i'm like 99 sure it is but right that which is you know the great like funny kind of like you know taking the piss out of that song and then cutting in with like with the most fucking face melting nirvana song and who knows maybe by this time next year we'll we'll be down to playing slipknot as our intro that'll be be (laughs) i like some slipknot songs that wouldn't be bad but no oh no they i I went and saw them live like uh oh they're great live they're great fucking like even if you don't like their music they're just a real compelling like live band just because it's fucking 18 people on the fucking stage just like hammering on garbage cans and like oh, yeah. playing it's, the it's, loudest riffs you can imagine like it, this isn't exactly for me but i'm still was very much impressed uh you know oh there's four drummers and they're all okay right. this is <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is just fucking insane so um only unfortunate yeah. thing is when you have a rock band with that many people a lot of them like i think they've like had like four members die or it like so when you have that many people in a band then you're a rock and roll you know musician like that's just unfortunate like you know magnet for tragedy yeah, you just get a new guy and put a, a different fucking leather face mask on and you right know, it's like uh, no one's gonna true. notice right. <laughs> so oh we i don't even think we mentioned last week but i r.i.p too to fucking uh the foo fighters drummer taylor hawkins i was fucked up the other week when that happened yeah, yeah and then yeah. gilbert godfrey today uh rock I and know. roll legend um <laughs> no when i, when I was when i was a, like, acting legend for sure Totally. Well, I'll, I don't know if you were old enough to remember um, in the early 90s uh, on the weekends in the evening, USA uh, would would play movies, but they would like right. be curated 
like you know they they go to commercial and then come back. I, and it was, I, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, it was called USA Up All Night, and one night was hosted by Ronda Shearer, and the next night was hosted by Gilbert Godfrey, and it was just like the sleaziest fucking movies, and they did like the some of the dumbest sleaziest jokes as like the bumper <laughs> right. spots between them, but it was still like the last era where you know shows and movies would be presented on a network with a host who's like introducing you to different segments of it and you know talking about it and making bad jokes like no network does that anymore and no i missed that it was it was so campy and like just sleazy like ronda shear they always had her dressed up like a fucking porn star like about to do a scene for a porn (laughs) for some reason and just like the giant fucking you know late 80s early 90s rock star hair and it was it was just it was all like so fucking just gross and sleazy but it was it was just also kind of endearing at the same time they were that committed to to doing this it's you know somebody posted a clip actually of gilbert Gottfried uh being tortured by a uh, pinhead from hellraiser which was one of the <laughs> interstitials in one of the <laughs> yeah uh, I miss Did, that shit though. Fucking I, totally, totally. TNT used to do the two great ones I used to love on TNT were dinner and a movie where they would just pop in randomly and like do the little interstitials where they would make some food and like bullshit with, you know, the two hosts of that show. Um, and then TNT used to also do monster vision where they would show like, like horror movies and then they would have it like hosted by, but it felt like more of an event because like that was when you couldn't like watch movies unless you had the fucking VHS or it was like, oh, we're like only 15 minutes into fucking, you know, aliens, you know, whatever. Like, like, let's watch it. Like, so it, it, I, I do kind of have a weird nostalgia for those those stupid like hosted shows. Totally, like totally. TNT yeah. And also from USA back then. And we talked about this before a couple of times, but uh, Duckman, which uh, was a Jason Alexander uh, oh, yeah. did it did it for four <laughs> for four seasons um wrecked so his fucking voice he was like i thought they wanted me to do one episode of this thing and i was like i can't do this voice over and over it's like it like my larynx is bleeding um but the, the show still holds up it's like it's a little bit of like kind of dennis leary comedy but it's it's like mocking that kind of male more than anything and just just some really like amazing psychedelic animation and uh just like you know ultra violence and the kind of stuff that like only us you could you could watch on usa at like four in the morning you know, but when you're when you're like a fucking thirteen year old kid, you're like, this is this is the forbidden knowledge. This is like the shit that mom won't let me watch. I can only watch it when I'm over at dad's house on the weekends. You know, right? So, yeah, but no, Gilbert. I, I yeah, Gilbert Garfrey is also kind of the last of like a die. You know, a dying breed of like nobody like him exists anymore in in entertainment where it's just like this guy. You know, you couldn't name like two fucking significant movies that he was like a major star in, but like. He's one of the most recognizable celebrities because he just oh, has this insane fucking problem child. Hello. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, I mean, every, everyone knows him. Obviously, he's the voice of Iago from Aladdin shit. But like he's, you know, I, like he's not a movie star by any stretch of the imagination. But he's also like one of the most famous people from the 90s because he's just such, like he's just has this insane fucking voice. And he's like in a million things. Like, I feel like luckily people today, you know, that they actually need to be like. He, like he would be like a tiktok star now if he was around you know like it would just be a guy who makes oh, yeah. insane tiktoks like he wouldn't be in major hollywood productions because they would you know he's not wooden enough to be you know in a fucking you know whatever but it, it, it's just funny he's a very weird rare you know 
he's just one of those guys you always thought was going to be around forever, you know? And he's, right. It's, it, it's still like 67 He's always looked like old. 45 years old, even though. Right. You know? Exactly. He's always looked like he's been 45 years old. And he, and he died at 67, which is uh, pretty fucking young. Pretty young. Yeah. When, when I think about how old I am and I think about 67, I'm like, fuck, that's, <laughs> I've, been, I've been past a lot more birthdays and than, than i'm yeah like half on the other you side have left yeah um so, they, they also uh, said it was after a battle with a long illness i mean you know it could have been cancer it could have been covid like who fucking knows like it's they usually say when it's cancer i, I was surprised they right, said I, long illness because which, like, which to me said like probably covid like you know because unless it was something real like i doubt it was yeah like they probably would have made a thing out of it if it was cancer <clears> like you know yeah, he's doing well. But yeah, anyway, um, yeah, R.I.P. to those guys. Uh, and yeah, I think that pretty much does it for us this week. Uh, if you want to support the show, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash move left idiots. Uh, you can go yell at us over there about the memes that that trigger you. Um, Patreon.com slash move left. I am on Twitter at move underscore left. Uh, and I'm on Twitter as always at Bike Slutty. Yeah, we'll see you next week.